Ladies and gentlemen, sinks and aches, what is going on? Welcome to the Lattergast Podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Smith. As always, I want to thank you guys for your continuous support. We are just about gearing up towards the end of the season. We are in the middle of the World Championships. How crazy is that? It is indeed crazy and just insane. So this episode, I am taking the reins and I'm just going to do a quick recap and I can just tell you what happened. I was recording an episode of Trap Talk, which you can only find on YouTube and decided at the last minute and by the last minute in the middle of the show (laughs) to make it a a podcast episode. So, uh, yeah, this is what you're listening to. So uh, I will not bore you with where to follow, even though go ahead, follow me on Lactic Acid. Uh, Lactic Acid with Dominique Smith on YouTube. Click the notification bell because we are doing big things there. You're going to see uh, weekly uh, and daily episodes at times of Track Talk. And then we will be bringing back the beautiful series, A Bucket of Track and I'm sorry, a bucket of track talk and fried chicken. The chicken is fried, the chicken is good, and the takes are hot. So you do not want to miss that. Um, but everything as far as where to find me, I put it in the episode. It's within the first two minutes. Don't want to bore you continuously with the details, but man, it has been crazy. And so I'm not going to lie, I went on a little bit of a rant. I was pretty upset with the false start, so we covered that. But we also covered the amazing performances of all the athletes. We covered the women's pole vault. We covered the men's shot put. Oh my goodness. We covered Shelly Ann Fraser-Price doing her thing again in the women's 100. We talked about the 400 hurdles. We talked about the 1500. Still rolling with the homie Sinclair Johnson. Um, I said she's going to make the medal stand, and I stand by that. Watch out for Corey McGee as well. But that's pretty much some of the topics of conversation that we covered. Um, recapping, doing a little previewing. So definitely check that out. Why am I talking so low? Because it is 12.53 in the morning, and I am tired, but we are uh, we're going to make this work. So appreciate you guys again. Hope you enjoy the episode. Gentlemen, saints, and inks, welcome to Track Talk, part of the Lactic Acid Network. I am your host, Dominique Smith, and I am recording this uh, right after it is 11.09, which means the action ended about 10 minutes ago. Oh my gosh, glasses cloth right there. I'm all over the place. I, I have so many emotions uh good and bad so i fixed this light real quick good and bad about what i just saw so let's start with the good but first and foremost i want to thank everybody for their continued support you know what i might even go ahead and put this out on um i might put this on uh the audio wave so people can hear this audio version as well i'm probably going to do that so this will be probably one of a couple times that track talk extends 
to wherever you get your podcast. So be sure to subscribe to the Lactic Acid Podcast, Lactic Acid with Dominic Smith, wherever you get your podcast, Google, Apple, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, all of those places you can get that. Subscribe to the YouTube page, Lactic Acid with Dominic Smith. Be sure to subscribe there. Click the notifications. So anytime a video drops, you are getting the latest updates. So yeah, just made that executive decision. That's what we're going to do. And then go ahead, follow the social media platform on Instagram, Lactic Acid um, Podcast on Instagram, Dom Smith underscore news on Twitter, and Lactic Acid underscore pod on um, Twitter as well. And so I, I do this because usually... Uh, in the show, what I do, um, I, I do kind of a preview headed into it. So that's why I decided to do it now, especially since this is going to go onto the audio waves. But man, let's let's start with the positive. Let's start with the positive. It's always good to be positive. So let's start with the positive. Katie Najat, Congratulations to her. Congratulations to Sandy Morris. Sandy Morris took second in the pole vault. She took the silver medal home. Katie Najat um, finished with the gold medal. That was awesome. That was truly remarkable. And I am really happy that the USA, we're showing out in the field events. We are killing it in the field events. You know, we talked about what was going on in the uh, women's shot put and just the incredible event that was but how about the men's shot put that was one of the best competitions that i've seen and i don't care and i have the results up on my phone now i don't care that it was kind of i won't say messed up but there were some other things that we were concentrating on and we'll get to that don't worry but man that was legit. <laughs> Ryan Krauser is the GOAT. I don't care because it was not a guarantee that he was going to win because Joe Big Throw Kovacs came out ready to throw. And in that fifth round, he dropped a monster throw. A monster throw. Let me, I got it up here. Uh, I believe it was the fifth round, 22.89 meters, which is well over 70 feet. It was a big time throw and he retook the lead over Ryan Krauser. And the thing about it is Joe started off with a big time performance. He got it going. And so that was just a sight to behold. Um, and then Ryan Krauser does Ryan Krauser things from the home crowd, from the hometown crowd. He comes out, pops a 2294, and it wasn't a PR. It was not a PR by any means. It didn't have to be a PR. It was still an incredible, incredible performance. And, you know, I love the throws. Dom loves the throws. I'm a big fan of them. And we're going to see some amazing things Um during the rest of this meet, we already have the you know women's discus gonna uh, gonna be up pretty soon. I think within the next day or so. I have to check the schedule, but Valerie Allman, I think she's the next 
world record holder. I'm just going to go say that. I don't think it's going to happen this meet, but but she's definitely next. And then in the javelin, we got the legend that is Kara Winger. We got Maggie Malone, um, who is the current American record holder who just got married. And so I did not call by her um, married name. And I do apologize. It slipped the top of my head. But yeah, the throws and then it started off, you know, hot with Brooke Anderson and and um, man, we balled out. I got to make sure I get these names right. <laughs> and now I do apologize. I may mess up a few names as far as um, the pronunciation. But yeah, it was it was truly remarkable to see the talent displayed. That men's 1500. I don't know who was doing the heat, but <laughs> I, I feel like maybe some money was owed because that was that was brutal. That was brutal. That was like your ex breaking up with you and then you have to sit next to him in church the next day. Well, maybe not that brutal, but it, it was brutal. It was brutal. So. Uh, maybe not the best comparison. Obviously, sorry if I offended anybody, but that was entertaining and is going to make for a great final coming up soon. Want to give a shout out to Grant Fisher, who came in fourth place. And I thought Grant was going to sneak on that medal stand. He was so close. He had an incredible kick. That was an incredible race. Um, and so the USA, they're doing great things, man. They're doing great things. Grant Holloway, Trey Cunningham. Grant ran 13.03 to take the W. Trey Cunningham took the silver. And I want to give them their due before I go into this whole soliloquy that I'm about to go into. That was impressive. Grant has now won his second world championship. Um. He won his first back in 2019, and that was an impressive performance. Trey Cunningham has had a long season, <laughs> a long season, and he showed up. He showed up, and it was very entertaining to see. Uh, the future is in incredible hands. That goes without saying. The future of the hurdles are incredible. Grant is is a physical specimen. He's like a linebacker just gliding over the hurdles. He has such God-given athletic ability. And, you know, I was talking, you know, with some, you know, a group of hurdlers. Well, they coached the hurdles. They did compete in the hurdles. But they, you know, kind of mentioned, you know, if he kind of just gets those last five hurdles – you know, squared away, nobody's stopping him. I don't think anybody's stopping him anyway. Um, as my camera continues to shake, I'm just so pumped. Um, I don't think anybody's stopping him anyway. He's a remarkable talent. And um, I think that he's just, he, he's great. Great speed, great athleticism, split like 43-4 in the 4 by 4 and Trey Cunningham, I'm so pumped to see what he can do because that dude, he is something else, um, just effortless. And so the fact that he was able to come out and was drop what, 1307, 
or something like that in the prelims and then to get the silver medal. Shout out to you. I want to talk about the men's 400 hurdles real quick, and then we're going to go to the women's 100. I cannot wait for Tuesday night because I picked Rod Benjamin to win. See, Rod makes it look so easy, just like a stroll in the park. He made it look easy, running 48-4. Trevor Bassett, man, congratulations to you, brother. Um, Really happy that you made the finals. Everybody from Team USA, we have three finalists in the hurdles, and that is just incredible. But Dos Santos, man, he looked the best out of all of them. 47-8, cruise control the last 100, 110 meters. Key, Benjamin, and Karsten. I did not know what we would see from him, Karsten. And this is going to be a very short episode, probably the shortest episode we'll do that you'll listen to. I didn't know what we would expect from him. He looks ready. He looks ready. And I think having this extra day benefits him greatly, benefits him the most, because he's still trying to get into the rhythm of the hurdles. The hurdles, specifically the longer hurdles, you know, it's a rhythm race. Uh, Those like Sid and and all of those who make it look so easy, (laughs) that is not even fair. Um, You know, they find great rhythm. They find incredible rhythm and their speed takes them to that next level. And so there's an interesting dynamic in the hurdles because I haven't seen any splits or any times for Carson in the open 400, same thing with Dos Santos. But Rye is a 44 low dude. And so um, Karsten has one mode, and that's go-go. That's not even go. It's go-go. And he's able to maintain it throughout the entirety of the race. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing this matchup. Um, Those three, I don't know if we will see a world record. I, I, I'm thinking low, low, low 46. I'm still rolling with Rye. Dos Santos, though, <laughs> that dude is ready. That dude is ready. I it, I think maybe 46.03 to 40. I'll even give it 45.99. I think they're going to push each other. And this is great for the sport, man. It's tremendous for the sport. And I think that they will do a great job. They have such a mutual respect for one another and it manifests itself in these hurdles. And so looking forward to that, obviously doing this will be posted. It'll be Monday. And so, you know, there's going to be great things going on at the start of the men's 200. Uh, The women's 1500. I said it. I've been saying it since she came on the show. Uh, Our guest Sinclair Johnson, uh, Orlando, Central Florida baller, Central Florida, uh, a part of that incredible lineage and an awesome person. Uh, Definitely be sure to check out that episode. I think she's going to hit that medal stand. I think she'll take the silver or the bronze. 
And I think that it's going to be the start for something special with the U.S. mid-distance running, U.S. women's mid-distance running. I think Corey McGee is somebody that you have to watch as well. I would love to see those two on the medal stand because that would be so big, especially at home in Eugene on U.S. soil that that truly would be remarkable. And I got to give a shout out to the state of Florida. I got to give a shout out to Central Florida, man. Marvin Bracey came through, had the Black Air Force once on the medal stand in the uh, <laughs> during the medal ceremony. Listen, killed it here at Boone all these years, was the fastest high school athlete, did an incredible job repping Central Florida very well. The same thing with Sinclair Went to Lake Brantley. Like I said, I don't want to give too much away. Go and watch the episode. It was an awesome episode. And they are part of an incredible lineage just in the state of Florida, you know, just in general. You know, Trayvon Bermel down in the St. Pete area. So um, got to give a shout out to the state of Florida. We do it the best. I know what all the tweets say. Texas now nah, is still Florida. Don't, don't even worry about it. The Women's 100. Shelly Ann Fraser Price, I don't understand. I don't. She's 36. And I'm sorry, she's 35. And just won the women's title in the 100. It was a Jamaica sweep. I'm not sure. I thought it was, I, I, Months ago, I said I thought it would be Shelly Ann Fraser Price. She won in a time of 1067. Sharika Jackson ran 107. Um, Elaine Thompson here ran 108. Mm. Elaine hasn't looked right. I don't want to say this year. I know she suffered an injury, and I'm not sure if she's still suffering with that injury. But something just seemed a little off. Uh, Notice that in the preliminary rounds. Notice that in the semifinal. And so Sharika Jackson has been coming on strong. She's one that I think – I haven't given my 200 predictions yet. Um, but I think she will win the 200. I don't think it will be a Jamaican sweep, but I do think she'll win the 200, you know, a 21 – 21-5. But man, Shelly Ann Fraser Price truly is a joy to watch her run. <laughs> Incredible form. Um, very, very fashionable on the track. You can't miss her. And the hardest thing in sports, the hardest thing even in life, or one of the hardest things in life, is to be consistent. It's very hard to be consistent. It's very, very difficult to be consistent. And the fact that she's in her mid-30s doing this, I mean, it's a sight to behold, man. And the Jamaican women, got to give a shout-out to them. Uh, they held it down, gold, silver, bronze. I love, the, I love what Sharika Jackson's doing. I think it is <sighs> – it's awesome. I'm not even going to lie to you. I can't, I can't even be mad. I was hoping uh, that the USA, when I just had to clean something off my computer, would come through and kind of break it up. Not yet, but it's coming. Aaliyah Hobbs, big shout out to her. Melissa Jefferson, she's had a long season. 
made it to the finals and her future is so bright just signed a contract with nike her future is so bright she is the future of the usa women's hundred and the thing about it man we have talent on this on this roster it's just young it's still developing tt terry is going to be legit going down the line and so i think this will be I, I, I will go out on the limb and say this will be the last year of a Jamaican sweep. Yeah, I said it. I said it. You could come after me because I think that we are starting to develop the talent. Tamar Davis, um, so many wonderful runners. We're starting to develop that talent and that depth to be able to compete. I didn't say when because Shelly Ann Fraser Price is like, She's aging like fine wine, like a bottle of sherry. But I do think that our time is coming. But I got to give a shout out. That was an incredible race. It was a little slower than I thought it would be. I'm not even going to lie to you there. But um, it was something that I got to give them props. I know that the entire, everybody in Jamaica, they're pumped up for it trust me i'm in some groups and i know they're pumped up and it's great for the sport and um it's gonna be it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun i'm mad i'm mad y'all because the thing about track and field is we have a tendency to get in our own way And I'm pulling up some pinpoint numbers that happened. So for those of you that didn't watch, there were three false starts. There were two in the women's hundred. Uh, The young college girl who did incredible. uh, I don't know why her name slips my mind. And then one from the Bahamas and then the most notable one, Devin Allen, Devin Allen, Devin Allen. This is bad for the sport because what makes this wild to me is so the false starts. So it is not, they're not going with the eye test because if you went with the eye test, none of them moved early. None of them moved early because I couldn't see it. You couldn't see it. No, God's children couldn't see it. The officials couldn't see it. So what they do is they're going based off of a computer reaction. It is hard to go off of a computer reaction because when it comes to something so technical and so minute like that, that small detail, it's, there's so much room for error. The one-tenth rule, Justin Herbert, I got to give a shout out to coach Justin Herbert. He tweeted this out. Just a reminder that the one-tenth rule is garbage and is not supported by science. So we've taken out 
the naked eye to use a, an outdated and stupid rule that's not based on science. And so essentially what it's saying is that there is a level. And so the level is 0.1, 0 0.100 or 1,000th of a second or whatever. So I'm looking everything up. So pretty much 0 0.11, 0 0.100. So yes, 1,000th of a second. What that rule is saying is that no athlete can start quicker than 0.1,000 of a second. And so anything that is even slightly over that or under that is an automatic false start. And then now that we're at Worlds, it's a red card. A red card means that you're gone. You're disqualified. Did not see it from the young lady from the Bahamas. I think hers was 0.8 or something. But all of these were so close. Devin Allen, I'm telling you, they did a replay. They zoomed in. Devin Allen, again, thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family, especially with the recent passing of his father at home, at Hayward. Devin Allen ran track and field at the University of Oregon, where Hayward Field is. Devin Allen, who was with the Eagles now, good dude. He deserved this on his home track. Got messed up. Got messed up. Got screwed. Let's just call it what it is. Let's call it spade a spade. And it never should have happened because of a dumb rule. And the thing about this sport, at the biggest moments, we shoot ourselves in the foot. And so now nobody can watch Grant Holloway. Nobody can watch that wonderful race. And I got to give a, I don't even, I don't, I don't even know how I've missed this. Hansel Parchment got hurt in the warmups of that race, just striding out. And I hate that. It, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but it was enough where he couldn't, he had trouble walking. And so I, I, my heart goes out to him as well. But I can't stop thinking about Devin Allen and how he got messed up because he got the start of his life because of a stupid computer chip. And if you look closely, I thought it was Grant Holloway who actually moved first, if anything. And so this rule was studied. This is why I say it's a stupid rule that's messing up the athletes. The rule was studied, and I do apologize if you are, um, you know, watching this. You know, I'm constantly looking at my phone. I'm sorry, my bad, but the evidence is right here in front of me. World Athletics studied this in 2009. Studied this, meaning how fast can a human being start? How fast can they react your reaction time off the blocks? They found that athletes can start as fast as pretty much eight one hundredths of a second. So we're talking, yeah. So under pretty much, they can have blazing fast starts. Devin Allen did not have that fast. It was point 
it was 0.9 or something like that. But, and I'm showing how bad I am at math. Everything is just off the tongue and I apologize. But based on the findings of World Athletics in 2009, their findings in this investigations, according to them, Devin Allen and, and the two young ladies in the hundred should not have been disqualified. We have to fix this rule and we have to fix it ASAP because again, we have a product that's gaining traction. It has been doing well. The crowds are there in Eugene. The Eugene crowd is stunned. The hometown crowd is stunned. Everybody's stunned. The world is watching. And one, the fastest dude in the hurdles, Devin Allen, who still has the world leading time, got DQ'd off of an outdated rule that never should be in place because the investigation to see if it was accurate found out, found the results. I'm so mad, y'all. I can't even talk. We, and there's so many things we could talk about when it comes to what the sport is doing to kill itself. But this was embarrassing. This this I this this was embarrassing, and that's why I wanted to start the show by highlighting all of the good stuff, because this was embarrassing, y'all. This was bad, and I feel for the athletes that were affected by it, uh, especially on the world stage. I don't know if they're going to have worlds here again, and I don't know if it'll be in Eugene. But this was bad. This was bad, and it was an epic failure on the part of world athletics, pretty much based on their findings. So it, it goes without saying what happened with the disqualifications based on Everything that we know based on a 2009 investigation should not have happened. Devin Allen and everyone else should have been able to run and we should have been treated to that instead of talking about this. Got to fix that. But that does not take away from all of the other, just like I said, the remarkable performances um, and the pole vault and the shot put and the women's hundred um, in the prelims of the semifinals of the 400 hurdles. So many great performances. Um, and the best is yet to come. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. The 200 is kicking off and we're going to see that incredible race. And for the men's and the women's, the 400 got underway. Wade Van Niekirk looks legit. I'm just saying he he looks legit. So does Michael Norman. So pretty much does everyone else. And um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. This has been entertaining so far to me. I know it's been entertaining to everyone else. And the best is yet to come. The best athletes in the world are on the biggest stage, balling out. And it's something that I hope that everyone else is enjoying as well. So that was my little soliloquy. That's it for Track Talk, part of the Lactic Acid Network. 
definitely stay tuned. We're going to be releasing some content. We're going to be doing more reviews. We're going to be doing little quick shows, quick recaps, going to have a guest or two on, especially when we do the bigger recap. And then we'll get to our regular programming because we got a couple of guests. Once Rose is over, I'm going to be bringing them to you. You're going to enjoy it. We will be picking up on our exclusive series, A Bucket of Track Talk and Fried Chicken. You already know it has been so much fun to record because the chicken that I have been eating has been very good. But also the company, the hot takes, all of that, it's been wonderful as well. Thank you guys again for your support, man. I really do appreciate it. We're growing, we're growing, and it is all due to you. I hope you guys love it. I hope you guys enjoy it. Until next time, peace.